Hey, it's EDB. That's Eric Deshaun Barrett. And you know one of the greatest things I love from back in the day? Marriage. It's literally love and the marriage. You remember that old show used to come on TV that was those bunch of weirdos? Actually, I don't think this is connected, but I just wanted to put that there because it sounded good to me. We're going to talk about marriage. We're going to talk about love. We're going to talk about Costco. In just a few moments. Yay! Now, you're probably asking yourself, what does love, marriage, and Costco have in common? Well, chapter uh, 24 of Genesis basically is the finding of Isaac's wife, Abraham, who is now really old and probably uh, destined for the home, decides that one of his last initiatives, his last uh, career choices, his last projects is to go and find a wife for Isaac. And he physically can't do it because, you know, again, he's at the home with his legs propped up, probably waiting for the medicine char, char, medicine tray. That's right. Mm. But char might be a good word. Somebody write that down to come by. So as the medicine tray is on his way uh, and he's sitting there, you know, taking the little uh, mallet and mashing up his pills, the servants come in, one of them at least, and says, hey, um, I've heard you got an assignment for me. Abraham said, yeah, uh, do me a favor. Uh, Take your hand and put it under my thigh. Wait, 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 that's not weird. Okay, so um, it's wet under here. Dude, did you just pee on yourself? Okay, okay, agree. So now he's got his hand under his thigh, the master does, or the servant does. And Abraham made this man swear, like, hey, you're going to go out and you're going to find a wife, but what you're not going to do is you're not going to find a wife amongst these people. You're going to go back and find... It's almost like he sent him out and he said, because I need to explain this in a way that I can understand it, by the way. So just in case you're wondering why I just cut that last statement off. It's almost like he went out and said, listen, uh, I want you to go find Isaac a wife, but she's better. She better be black. Don't don't go bring me a white woman. Don't go bring me a Chinese woman. We don't we're not about that integrated marriage stuff. Bring me a woman that looks like my kid. All right. And if you can't, then, well, no, there is no, you can't. Just go. And God, yeah, God, 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 he'll do it. Mm -hmm. All right. So the servant got his hand under his wet thigh that's probably covered in, you know, piss. And maybe some eco matter of some sort. He's like, oh, sure. I'll I'll go do that. No problem. Um, where's the Lysol and the uh, antiseptic spray? Oh, and I probably need some uh, hand sanitizer and some Dawn dish detergent. I'm going to go ahead and throw some bleach in there, too, because, God, it smells like you just pooped your pants. So the servant went on his way to where Abraham told him to go and sitting there, you know, at the... It's like he went to Costco. That's where this comes into play, and he just... He's looking around the store trying to find a good deal. He's looking at all the shelves and, 
You know, literally, this is how marriage works back then, folks. It's like you go down to the Costco and you pick them off the shelf. It's like, oh, this girl is on sale for ninety nine ninety nine a month. And look at there. There's a 12-month money-back guarantee. And she comes with insurance. That's a wonderful analogy now that I think about it. But it actually gets worse than that because, no, this guy is literally. You ever seen one of those people out on the corner, like, selling life insurance? Or maybe out there, you know, uh, no, this is a better analogy. I tell you a story. I used to have a job. And uh, this job required that I went out to, like, gas stations and had this can of uh, tire spray. And my mission was to go out and convince people uh, as they were pumping their gas and I would show them about this tire spray and they would spray it on their tires and and you know you only had the one tire you know and then they had to buy it because you know i sprayed it on the tire and the one tire was shining and the other four looked like they just rode through rhinoceros is poo and so but this is where this guy is the representative of abraham the servant of isaac he's out here just sitting at the well, hoping that some girl comes by. What she did, this beautiful chick named Rebecca shows up. And, and then he's like, wait, um, hold on. Here she comes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He pulls out his pad and, and looks at all of the requirements that he has to find. Uh, uh, yeah, she's black. Um, she's hot. Oh, wait. And she's fresh. No, no dudes. She, she, no boyfriends. Ain't, ain't got no baby daddies. It, it, pick her. So he goes, wait, wait, wait. Let me think this through because, uh, I mean, she's hot. She's fresh. And she might be stuck up. You know how black girls are. Black girl, black girls that, you know, that, that are fresh and, and it's, it, it, mm, yeah, you know. But none of that was the case. She was actually excited. She she ran and she told her family. She's like, look, this guy pops up and, and he says, I'm going to go, I'll die. And here's the funny part, even in this day, because all this person had, Rebecca, was just the word of a servant. He had, she had never seen Isaac before. As a matter of fact, when you, uh, after she agreed to go and they'd packed up, the family had blessed her and down here in chapter 24 let me see what verse this is this is going to be in verse 60 uh they blessed rebecca saying to her our sister may you become thousand upon ten thousand may your offspring possess the city gates of their enemies and now she's off and in verse 62 now isaac returned was returning from where he was living and uh, in the early evening, Isaac went out to walk in the field and looked and looking up, he saw camels coming. Rebecca looked up and when she saw Isaac, she got down from her camel and asked a servant, who is this man coming to meet us? The servant answered, that is my master. Now, let me tell you why that was fascinating to me, because 
all of this, we'd had a great old party. Laban, his brother, who we didn't talk about before, uh, gave all of the blessing. The family was all excited, packed her up and sent her out to go. All she had was a ring and a bracelet, which was fascinating that it even did rings back then. But now she's meeting. She didn't even know who Isaac was. She had no picture there was no pen pal letter. I don't even know if Isaac even knew that, that this had all went down. But yet, they're happy. Isaac meets her. She meets Isaac. They take her in their mama's tent. In his mama's tent, who's dead now. Uh, I, I'm sorry that we failed to mention that Sarah has now gone. So Isaac is getting married to a woman. And um, yeah, she... Mm-mm. This had to be hard on him because his mama wasn't there. You know how important it is for a mama's boy to have their mama at their most important day of their lives. But nonetheless, he takes her, Rebecca, into his mama's tent and takes her as a wife, which basically means he just took her in the tent and put his ding dong in her, sprayed her uterus, shot the club up. Oh, wait, we can't talk about that. I'm sorry. And so now Isaac is married. And then we find something else interesting that I didn't know. Abraham, he went and got another woman and decided he was going to have some kids by her and got all these little youngins. But he's like, yeah, um, so I, I got married to this woman that nobody's going to know about. And I'm going to have all these kids that only people who actually care about, you know, ancestry is going to really know exist. And all I'm going to do is like give all of you like $10 and send you off into some land and build some real houses. We'll call them projects. And y'all live there because Isaac gets everything. And then he dies. Abraham does. And the only people, the only sons that actually is worth mentioning at the the funeral when the procession comes in i don't know if all these other children was there i just told you he gave them all ten dollars and sent them off to build roadhouses called projects but ishmael it says his sons isaac and ishmael buried him and then ishmael went off to mind his business and check himself into the home and then he died too and you got Sarah who died at 127. You got Abraham who died at 175. And then you have Ishmael who died at a nice old age of 137. And guess who's left? Isaac. And that's what we'll pick up when we talk about his life next time. Next time, we're going to talk about the birth of Jacob and Esau. We're going to talk about the drama that ensued with those lovely kids. And then we're going to move on to talk about Jacob, which we're going to spend some lovely time on that beginning next week. But for now, my friends, I thank you. I thank you on behalf of the platform which you've chosen to consume this. I thank you for doing whatever is needed to make sure you get these pieces of business each and every time they're released to the Internet. And then also, I thank you because you you share with your friends and family. You care for your communities. And most importantly, you pray. Not just for the people who lace up the uniform of these states united, but civilized nations all over this world, even the uncivilized ones. I keep telling you, they got kids too. Until next time, Lord willing and the crypto rise. For me and mine, unto you and yours. Laters.